somehow hold in by Craven. Down the hill in the corner. Chased down by Gronachuk. Those two come together. Dug free by Lang. Lang out behind the net. Shoot scores! Game winner! Overtime winner! And the Dinos break the hearts of the Thunderbirds who remain winless on the season as Lang brought it out from behind the net. And she beat Tori McClash glove side to win the game for the Dinos. Another episode of Dinos Unfiltered underway. My name is Jeremy Lee, always with you here. And today we have Kate Finley making her second appearance on Dinos Unfiltered. Yeah, hi, happy to be here. You're going to have a pretty crazy day. You're about to, at the time we're recording this, you're about to have a full day and then you get on a red eye, you were saying? Yeah, so I'm heading home for Thanksgiving. So today uh, we've just got, just got a lot of prep work for um, Calgary Cup tonight. It's the, we've got a big game, two big games tonight that are being fully produced for our men's and women's basketball programs. Um, and then, yeah, I got to hop on a flight to get back home to see my dog realistically, but my family. <laughs> In no particular order. Yeah, in no it, real uh, order, but like, dogs for I'm sure. pretty excited to see my dog. Uh, let's quickly get to this because we have a very funny interview coming up and a somewhat lengthy one. Thanks to our two chatty Cathy's, Lexi Peart and Kennedy Snape from Women's Volleyball, two of the most intriguing characters on the team. Um, and we had a, such a, a fun time recording with them yeah they are they're a fun bunch honestly that whole team is fun to be around oh yeah but those two in particular their personalities just jive really well like they're yeah they're fun to be with <laughs> and it's going to be a great year because dinos are hosting u sports national championships for women's volleyball in 2020 mid-march that's coming your way um make sure you are there yeah and it's gonna be fun for all you dinos athletes listening to this i want to see you there as well we need all the support, and we just want to create an awesome buzz for this event. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Because I'm super you, excited. And you're also spearheading a lot of this. So yes. Yes. Yeah. That's our, that's our plea to you guys. Um, and also, Kate, you're on because, yeah, just your extensive volleyball knowledge. And I'm excited to do a little mini preview of what's to come in women's volleyball. We've been talking a lot about this already, even before we started recording and the general sense I got, and you might agree with this, is that the Canada West on the women's side is really wide open. It is. I remember last year thinking, oh, it's always the same teams that are at nationals. It's going to be the same teams ne ne next year. And Nat looked at me and she was like, no, Canada West is going to be wide open next year. Like any team could make it through. And I was like, oh, well, like she knows the, <laughs> she knows the conference way better than I do. Um, and then looking at the changes that have happened over the course of the summer with Van Rijk signing a pro deal and being with Team Canada and with Brie King also now being on a pro contract and with Team Canada. So that's two like massive players to to lose out from BC. I hear KBR is making some really good money over there. Oh, I'm sure, right? Like, a, I mean, And I can only imagine that it was not an easy decision to leave the T-Birds. Well, um, I can think of... I can think of a couple of dollar signs that would make oh. me leave a program, but at the same time, I, it's still a big decision. And, you know, she, I'm sure, spent two years fending them off, given the talent that she has. Right, so that's what I've heard, too. Yeah, yeah. She, she got offers even before. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she was, like, 15, and they were like, you want to come? And she was like, what? <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, the, and Mariah Walsh is now gone, and then with a lot of the new 
Cassie Bujan, yeah, grad, grad yeah. yeah. Yeah, lots of big names that are that are gone. And I mean, even for us, we're doing this whole year without Kay Pexman, without Hannah Tanasicek. Um Yeah, two of our big hitters, and Kennedy alludes to it too in our in our recording. Yeah, but anyone really could step up. And I think I have this strong feeling that it's going to be like a rookie sensation that comes in, that's going to have a star moment. And I don't know if that means for our team. I don't know if it means for one of the teams out further east in the prairies. But, I, yeah, I think this is the year of the rookie. I read somewhere, I think Abby Spratt might have posted it. Shout out, Abby, if you're listening to this, um, who plays as the setter for TRU. But um, she had said that they're bringing in, like, another international recruit. TRU just loves international recruits. Yeah. So they have, like, some six-foot-three outside hitter. Just Must be nice. Yeah. yeah. Played on like the uh, national team for Azerbaijan or, or something like that. that I don't know. Yep. Yeah, it's. I mean, one of those obscure players you have no read on, no tape on, yeah. and you don't know what to expect. And we saw, we, we see a trend from them. Um, whether you know it was Pakamenko coming into the league or Nyakalova, um, or even last year it was uh, Sabinchuk mm-hmm. was a, was a big hitter coming in, and they all perform really well. They're they all physical. Yeah. And so TRU is, again, one of those dark horse teams where, you know, they, c- they, they could be one of those teams that, you know, could surprise a lot of people. I think so. Um, I mean, they had a pretty fantastic run in the, in the postseason last year yeah. with U yeah. of A. Um, Came up short, but they won their first playoff did. game in program yeah. history. Yeah. And you can build off that. You definitely can. Um, yeah, I know there was a lot of people that were watching that game with quite a lot of intensity because had that game not gone, had, had Alberta not won that series, they would have had to play a bronze medal match because only the top three Canada West teams would have had a buy, would have had an entry spot into nationals last year. And Alberta obviously having the host spot already locked in. Um, yeah, TR- I actually kind of forgot about TRU. That's another team that, yeah, could could be a bit of a dark horse. Um, I've made my case. I'll make it a little bit later uh, in the podcast for Manitoba, just with the caliber of player that I've seen come out of that junior program. Um, Bison's, like the junior Bison's, yeah, they're a very strong program, very well coached, and getting the recruit, like basically the entire team, mm. um, having that strong a recruiting class will do wonders for their program, I'm sure. And there's no continuity issues either. No, I mean, it's all guys that have played together yeah. uh, their whole lives. And, I mean, that being said, we can say the same thing about some of the girls that are coming up into our program with the Dinos. Where yeah, the transition from junior Dinos to mm-hmm. the varsity Dinos. Yeah, we've got Trinity Solecki, we've got Anna Wittenberg, we've got Julia Sprintz, all players that just spent the last season playing with junior Dinos who had a very successful season. Yep. And people like Hannah Tanasichuk, another junior dino, right? There's oh, yeah. Like I think they're, they're, they're littered all over the place. Yeah, we're you looking at a lot of junior dinos on our team. Lexi as well? Yep. Yeah. Lexi, uh, Kate Pexman would have been a junior dino. Yeah. Um, and if they weren't junior dinos and they were junior other sort of university programs, so I'm thinking Stella Rains, who uh, will be our setter number two for this season. She came out of the junior, the Pandas, junior panda. Junior Pandas program, I think. Yeah, and yeah. Junior Nationals. And Junior National Team, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so setter position, not worried about, even though we did lose Leah Shevkanik. Um, Leah, if you're listening, it, you know, we'll miss you. We will, absolutely. <laughs> Man, I'll miss so, like, yeah. Can you Shev, believe how many Shev was a, one of the favorite players of mine to watch. Yeah, so Shev Daddy and 
Mariah Walsh, like you mentioned, Bree King, three of the top setters in the Canada West, yep. not here anymore. Yep. It'll be big. And, I mean, in theory, Olivia Furlan also being out True. for True. at least a little bit. Oh, we're confirmed. confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Whether uh, that is a full year thing or if she... Yeah, the length of time that she's away from the court is still not... TBD? Not, yeah. Yeah. Not clear yet, but hopefully we see her sooner rather than later. Oh, I mean, absolutely. She's, Again, she's fun to watch. So fun to watch. Yeah. But my point was that I think there's a lot of question marks. Like there's yeah. there's no guarantees, and I think that's what's created this wide open dynamic in the Canada West. There's no slam dunk. Yeah, I mean, even for us, we want like and Lexi talked about it about yeah, they get the free pass, but they also want you to make earn sure it. Yeah. yeah, you want to make sure you're playing your best ball. You don't wanna be embarrassed on your home court either, right? No. So. And I I mean I'd like to think that there's very little chance of that happening with right. this team. Like our even on a bad day, our girls' program is so strong. And even with injuries, like some of the new recruits that we've brought in are also just ready to fire on all cylinders. Like we were saying, I, mean, I know that you and I were watching a little bit of that first, uh, the Dino Cup game between our women's program and Trinity Western. And Trinity Selecki looked great up until the injury. Right. And that was a player for me that I've watched for a couple of years throughout her junior career. And she was always something special. Like she's just got such a, her arm is just a firecracker. So the physicality and the talent is there. To, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. To dominate the league. Yeah. And I did, well, I just wasn't sure if that was something that if I was watching her in a league that she was just sort of like she was a, a big fish in a small pond mm. and how that would translate to Canada West. But watching her out on the court against Trinity Western, it definitely looked as though she was here and ready to compete. Yeah. And very quickly, um, we had asked the girls about their, uh, final picks for who's going to represent the Canada West in the U Sports National Championships coming up. So I will ask that same question to you because we did not get your picks yet. No. Um, so I'm for so sure saying U of A. I think U of A looked really strong. Calgary, U of A. Yeah. C well, c so and we have the automatic yes, buy. Uh, that's right. Uh, and then, yeah, for sure U of A. I don't feel as though the loss of Mariah Walsh is enough to take them down. I think that... Um, Elise Hart. Oh, yeah, Elise yeah. Hart. I watched her in one volleyball. She's another very dynamic setter. Great serve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was calling her aces all summer long. <laughs> uh, so she's another, she's a player that will come in and will step up and will keep that program as strong as it has been in the past. Um, and then... Well, yeah, for me it was Trinity. Trinity was the other lock. I don't they, know. I don't... Really? I don't... I, I think the loss of Brie King is going to have a huge role for them. Um... I just don't think I they'll th be as dominant, but I think they they still get there. Like that's where I think that's Hillary Howe is one of the best players in Canada West. And no question. I think question that, that's asked. why they, it puts them through. Yeah, Savannah Purdy again coming off of Rookie of the Year. She's another fantastic player. Yeah. They like they're a very dynamic group. I think over the course of the season they will fi they will definitely figure it out. I think yeah. they're not running the same level, the same speed as they were with Bree King. But again, this is just based on the one game that I got to watch. Right, but I um, like you know last year they only lost two games all regular season. Yeah, so I think that's true. And I guess they, know, even they're, some they're of those they had without Bree, yeah. Well, they're not going to do that again this year, I don't think. So that's why... But I, I do think they still earn that berth. That's yeah? That's where I'm at. Okay. Um, yeah, they, Bree King put them to that other level where they were just running the table. They really Running were. through the Canada West. They Yeah. But she, just because yeah. without her, they're kind of back with the pack a little bit, but they're still at the top of the pack. And I have to say, like, I mean, I, have, I also watched Dora set during one volleyball this past summer and she's another fantastic setter so it's yeah. not to say that trinity does not have great hands 
uh, helping them out. But so thir team number three. Okay, I'm going to go U of A. I'm going to say Trinity because I still think they're 100% going to be in the top four. Um, I think that's a lock. And then I feel as, and it's kind of like Lexi's going to, like we talk about it a little bit later where Lexi says, we really haven't seen that many teams in the preseason. We've only, we've seen the same teams. Mm. You know, we've seen Alberta. We've seen Trinity. Trinity. We've yeah. Se yeah. yeah. Um, it's so funny because one of the teams that I have in the back of my mind is like how Grant McEwen was such a giant killer last year. True. And they, I still can't understand how they missed out on that playoff bubble, but they. Sets won and lost, yeah, I guess. I, yeah. yeah, it really was. But yeah. they took out Trinity and us and like, and they took us out when we had full strength. Yeah. Um, and again, like Mount Royal is another team that we saw a lot of their players during one volleyball. They've got the, they definitely have the talent. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna throw a wild card though, and I'm gonna go with my with my gut right now, and I'm gonna say that Manitoba is gonna make a run. Okay, Manitoba, lock it in. Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's let's try it. You know what? They uh, took us to five in our quarterfinals, and that was with the roster that they had last year. And I think that a lot of the new recruits they have coming in are gonna be really good. I'm gonna go with Mount Royal. Wow, Mount Royal. Yeah, giving the Cougars a shout out. I yep. like it. I'd love to see Mount Royal in it. That would be fantastic. It'd also just be fantastic for the tournament to have Mount Royal here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, like imagine they the would energy. Have right? They'd have a chance oh. to basically have a home court advantage. We'd have to, like, get barriers set up in the stands <laughs> and just right? put the Cougars in Approach a cage. classic madness. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> that'll do it for it's us. It's a $35 game charge for Cougars fans, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a special visitor's fee. <laughs> so we'll wrap it up quickly here because we have a tremendous interview on tap for you guys. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for listening, and make sure if you can't catch the games in person, you can watch it live on Canada West TV, presented by Co-op. Yeah, I was gonna, we do have, just making a quick reminder, we do have our home opener this Friday. 6 p.m. for our women, 7.30 p.m. for our men. And Parent Appreciation Night on Saturday. I might be uh, making some quick cookies for that, so <laughs> you might, don't want to miss out on that, or my wife will be. <laughs> so that'll do it for us. Thank you, and great job by you, Kate. Thank you. All right, Jeremy Lee, Kate Finley with you here. We are doing a Dinos women's volleyball segment today. And joining us, thankfully, Lexi <laughs> Peart, Kennedy Snape from Dinos women's volleyball. Great to have you both. Thank you for having us. Good Hi. morning. <laughs> Good <laughs> <Sort> morning. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier, how three of us just lied on the group chat <laughs> to coordinate this. We're recording this at 10 a.m. And the only person that it works for Ideally, is Lexi. <laughs> yep. And yep. all of us came in and we're just zombies. <laughs> the rest of us, anyway. I'm but buzzing. Yeah, but like 2 a.m. would probably not be an option, which is that when I'm at my peak. Oh, of I energy. would be there. Peak we, no, of so energy. We work sports. That's 2 a.m. is great. Lexi's I'm long in bed, been sleeping for like six hours. Yeah, at that I'm like point. a 9:30 to bed kind of gal. Oh, really? Gosh, the dream. Yeah, I'm like a 12-hour sleep ideally. <laughs> oh my god. It's hard to maintain. What about <laughs> on game day? Do you get more sleep on game day? Game day, always take a game day nap, regardless of how much sleep I've had. One day I woke up, 14 hours sleep, went to <laughs> went to Surf Pass, came home, hour nap, then I'm ready. You work really hard in Surf Pass? I work really hard. She does no. nothing. <laughs> nothing. Just cheers people on. I thought yeah. you put in the bare minimum, there. Lexi. I thought that's... <laughs> but the bare minimum is sleeping as much as possible. That's true. You know? Mm. 
Mm. Although pregame naps always a great idea, especially always. when we're on the road. I always take like an hour pregame nap. So I quickly wanted to get into how you both ended up playing volleyball. Lexi, correct me if I'm wrong. Are you an only child? No. <laughs> I have an older sister. No, you're wrong. She's <laughs> MIA. Oh. She lives okay. in the city. She never comes. <laughs> that seems rude. <laughs> yeah. She Just call her out on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam, could you attend one of my games sometime soon, please? <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Is that too much to ask, right? It's not. I oh, don't think okay. it is. Okay. Um, how did how did you get your start in volleyball? The classic junior high route. Just something to do after school. Hang out with your friends. It's Everyone was doing it. Everyone was doing it. Everyone. So you play volleyball, you play basketball in school, and then eventually you play club, and then you never get out, <laughs> and you're stuck here. Is that the moral of the story for the up-and-comers, is once you're in club, you can't get you, out? You can't get out. So if you're going to enter, you're, you know that it's, it's a life, life commitment. Yeah. When you sign the contract, you're there forever. Exactly. You literally do sign contracts, too. Yeah, That's you literally. Crazy thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? In the club, you sign contracts. Oh. Yeah. Was that your case, too, Kennedy? We only had one club in Kelowna for most of my volleyball career. And then, okay. like, my U16, 17, 18, they brought in one for just 17, 18. And yeah. you'd have to sign, like, a release from your old one. But there was no actual, like, contract saying, like, I'm staying at this club. Like, I'm not going to go for the other one. But there was two. So, like. Right. You were you like, really either I'm here or I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kennedy, we're about the same height, uh, <laughs> which is more to do with. So, super know. tall. We're both super tall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for those who Definitely don't know, they're both over, over six, six feet. Over six yeah. feet. <laughs> Why volleyball for you? Uh, it was definitely not in my mind. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Let me guess. You thought I was a soccer player. Because yeah. I'm built exactly like a soccer player. <laughs> I played high competitive soccer for like 15 years. Like that's... The blonde hair helps too. Yeah. It is a team of exclusively blondes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I noticed that also. Um, but yeah, no, I was like going for soccer. Um, and that was always like my mindset and goal. And then I started playing volleyball. And I just liked it a lot more like I liked being at practice I was someone who could like be in the gym for six hours and still want to like be there longer where like soccer was never like that for me I liked going to games and like winning but like I was on a losing team for a really long time so I was like I might as well switch and then I made the decision I think it was like when I was 16 I was like I'm quitting soccer and focusing on volleyball entirely um, and I loved it. It was a great decision for me. Was it also because you were playing indoor exclusively? <laughs> I actually... Didn't have to play in the snow. <laughs> didn't mind playing, like, outside. Like, when you're playing in the snow or rain for soccer, it makes the game so intense. Like, especially the rain. Like, it's, like, pouring down. Like, you're slide tackling. Like, your hair is dripping wet. You can't even see. It's oh. great. Everyone looks like they're crying. <laughs> yeah, you have to run to stay warm. Like, you play better. I guess. That's true. Yeah. So what's the equivalent with... Just playing indoor, though, like, where is, like, the hardest place to play in, in the Canada West? Like, the most gym intense, wise. yeah. Most intense or, like, the worst gym to play in? Both. Both. Uh, so okay. Two okay. very <laughs> different things. Okay, <laughs> two different things. Let's go with uh, most intense place to play in outside of the Jack. I have no idea. I don't keep track of these things. Well, People right, are like, yeah. oh, I love this gym. And I show up and I'm like, have I been here before? Well, <laughs> I, I think UBC, most intense. Really? Or, no, Trinity. I lie. It's Trinity. Trinity, Trinity is, is most intense. They get a lot of fans out, usually. Yeah, they do get a lot of fans. And they all have that faithful Spartan sign everywhere. Oh. So I'm just, like, annoyed by it. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the other one? Oh, oh, oh. With the worst. It was the worst gym. And it's I, allowed to be the same. <laughs> I hate playing in Seville. Actually, like, up in Edmonton. 
I find the air currents in it because it's so large. Like for passing, I know Lex, you don't deal with that. Uh, Passing, it sucks. Like it's so, the ball moves so weird in it. It's crazy how that's actually a factor. Like you go to a gym and depending on literally the circulation in there, the ball will move differently. So every gym is very different to play in, which people don't necessarily realize. Well, I don't realize either because I don't pass. So it's like Kennedy would be like, wow, the currents in here are insane. And I'm like, uh, I think you're making that up. (laughs) Yeah. Does it not affect your setting though, Lexi? No, because they're... No, oh, I don't know. Okay. After it comes off the pass, it, the air doesn't really affect it okay. anymore. I feel like it's when it has been, it doesn't affect it. But like especially for exactly. serving, when they're trying to get a float to it, like sometimes yeah. the balls just drop off or like move five feet to the left, and you're like, I don't understand where this came from. So, do you guys like us having the curtain down this year, or is it, or sorry, away this year? Like, I'm glad that we have it up for the full year because to get used to it for when it'll be at, like that at nationals is huge because yeah. it is such a difference. I remember in our. My second year, when we had our UBCO playoffs run, we had the curtain up because there was basketball players before us, and we, like, sucked at passing, and, like, half of it was, like, that curtain being up changed everything, that because we never play with it like that. So we're, we can just blame basketball for that one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's why we lost. Mm. It was basketball's fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Normally is. Normally is. <laughs> but people definitely do make a big deal about the air current in our gym, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like... Yeah, especially the, with when the game that you and I were on broadcast together, yeah, the UBC, when UBC was semifinal. In, and we had, you know, two of the top servers in the Canada West, like Ferlin and Van Riken, but they were missing a ton of serves as well. So we're like... There was one set. I'm pretty sure they missed like 11 serves. <laughs> I'm going to take credit. Yeah, I, I think I got in their heads. Yeah. I think you did too. Yeah. I, d- I agree. I think what it was the two-man pass. Are you kidding? You're yeah. like, who do you serve? There's only two people on the <laughs> That's court. That's true. After the game, a girl I know on the team, um, Casey Joss, she came up to me and she goes... So my whole team hates you. <laughs> and I was like, I've done my job. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I was like, right? This is the best thing you could have ever said to me. Yeah. Biggest compliment in the world. Honestly. What's the funniest thing that Lexi has ever said in, in a game? <laughs> I don't even know if she like says anything funny. It's just like the way she like walks in. She's like, well, <laughs> I'm offended. It's like a everything I say shirt. is hilarious. You're like she funny. has a swagger about her or what? Yeah, it's just like such like a nonchalant shrug and like, well. <laughs> it's just nice to tear her girls apart like individually you know yeah right? that sounds really mean <laughs> <laughs> i'm not that terrible of a human oh, being this just went so dark. yeah this <laughs> just went dark but after like someone makes a mistake just to like zone in on them and just rip them apart for that one thing <laughs> and that's then, just something you enjoy doing <laughs> yeah yeah and that's why they hate me after the game okay that's so fair. but it'll be different this year with like you on the court yeah like it's harder to do that when the girl is standing <laughs> right across the net. Yeah. Three feet away from you. I know. And all of a sudden you realize that she's 6'2", and you're like, mm, like Oh, you not. could hurt me. You could hurt me quickly, yeah. Kennedy, I just want to quickly go back to uh, your position as a libero. Not even going to ask you about libero. I just want to know, when is the last time you took a full swing? We play five-on-five five as um, warm-ups sometimes, and it's just like a gong show, like... We run tempo sets. Everyone's like, you just rotate and play every position. So I get all my jumps in and my swings and my feeling like a front row outside in uh, five on five. Okay. You know, she's pretty good at it too. The other day she was on my oh. team and she got hot and I we fed her every hot. ball. No matter where she was on the court, we set her. She's got the hot hand. Right? Yeah. 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 Hot. It's, some days I just jump and I'm like, is this what the players feel like? I feel like I'm hanging in the air so long. Mm. And then that happens once every like six months. She got <laughs> up as high as Adriel. That's that's the kind of height we're getting. Here. That's probably not true, but <laughs> I got pretty high up <laughs> to me. It felt high to me. 
Adriel's height. Yeah. <laughs> her wingspan. Like when she puts her hands up, like I reached the top of that. Oh, that's pretty that's pretty good. That's still pretty high. What's been your favorite team dinner on the road? We go to Earl's all the time. Honestly, they should sponsor us. Isaac, don't say that the other teams are gonna hate us. They don't get to go to Earl's. Oh no. <laughs> Shoot. Um sometimes now we've started to like when we first get off the plane and stuff, we'll go out for dinner like with the guys team too so then we like get to mix and mingle and it's it's fun yeah because is that how marriages happen it's it's true actually at that's Emma, how they met Derek yeah <laughs> that's how they met so at Earl's yeah <laughs> at Earl's shared a, a plate of spaghetti yeah yeah no I think those ones are the most fun because yeah it's like a lot of interaction then and it's like I don't know, we just come off a play and we kind of feel like gross, but like we all get to sit next to each other. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys play games uh, on road trips, bus trips, plane trips, whatever? Bus trips, sometimes we um, make the the newbies do a bit of a... Um, karaoke? Karaoke. Oh, oh that's a trend. And, yeah, and yeah. anybody who is willing to get up and do it as well. It's quite fun. So on the women's team, who needs the most help with their, with their singing career? The Kennedy. I was like, probably me. Oh, I'm not a good singer. Right. Okay. We she admits well, we to it though, okay. so Half we're the allowed time to I don't even have a voice, so like this makes the most sense. Mm. Every every That's when weekend, you record your Jaws album. <laughs> every weekend yeah. we get home. Kennedy doesn't have a voice for our Tuesday Wednesday practice. Comes back Thursday, Friday Saturday we play. She loses it again. It's on it's a rotation. Cycle. Do you scream more in games that you're winning or games that you're losing? I think winning. I think you can get pretty hyped when you like when they have big kills or big blocks or something cool. I'm really excited for you to see the block party poster. <laughs> I'm so excited now too. Is it me blocking a ball? That'd be great. Shoot, no, we don't have that. Be a lot screaming. of <laughs> Oh, <gasps> oh, it's that one. Oh, I'm excited. It's gonna be great. my natural element, really. Yeah. My natural noise level. They wanted to have it as just you because they couldn't find a guy that uh, matched your intensity. <laughs> Wow, that's impressive. Yes. Tone setter right here. Mm. Pretty intense. It's fun. Who has the best singing voice on the team? Like, who could step in in case the national anthem is not working that day? You know what? Actually, we were at, when we were at Trinity last year, the national anthem didn't work, and we always sing as a team anyways. Oh. Well. And so we were, um, the lady who was supposed to sing was, like, looking around, and I was like, it's okay, we got you. And then we, like, just started to sing, and it was just a cappella, our whole team. It was, like, a real Mean Girls moment, actually, with the, like, when they, they hit the stereo, and then, like, everyone starts oh. singing Jingle Ball Rock. Like, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, it was. But who's the best? Lexi, you're pretty good. Wow. I didn't expect that. Pex Me as fishing well. for compliments. Pex oh, okay. as well. Oh, Pex has an underrated singing voice. Yeah, because okay. I stand next to her, like I did, like, all last year, because, like, we're right next to each other. And she has, like, a very, like... Nice, delicate voice. I Is there anything that. that Pex can't do? No. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Who's a better soccer player, Pex or you? Can't okay. I will win that one. Mm, okay. Yeah, she... I no. will win that one. Pex, something she's bad at, other sports. <laughs> yes. She, basketball, you know, like the pancake shot with just like two hands <laughs> either side of the ball. Yeah. Misses. Oh. But... Very, very but specialized for volleyball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she played competitive soccer too at a young age, right? I believe. I think she might have, but only until, like, not very long. Okay, so you took it to yeah, a, like I, another yeah. level. Yeah, okay. Like, I was looking at state schools and stuff. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I just okay. stole you away. Yeah, I just didn't want to have to run a lot, honestly. It's a big deterrent. Yeah, I've <laughs> heard that. 
Though I will say, I feel like libero and setter are the two running positions when it comes to volleyball. Yeah, setter number one, for sure. Thank you. Uh, I just get the glory on like running down long ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever I'm on the whenever I was on the bench and I saw Kennedy running for a ball, I would just chant from the sideline, "Go for the glory!" <laughs> yeah, that's why you do everything. Yeah. I'm still upset. In my five years, I have not got to run into the little squishy pads on the outside of the court. And really? I will intentionally put a ball over there for you. I'm. Thank you. That's all I'm asking for. I just want to dive into them and make up a really cool save. Mm-hmm. We'll send it to Sportsnet. Don't worry. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> Um, I want to chat a little bit about pre-game warm-ups. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I've heard that you ha- you and Hannah have a, sh- have a handshake, right? Yep. And a tattoo that goes with it? Mom, <laughs> it's okay. Um, oh, was that not supposed to be on <laughs> Well, no, no, it's fine. It's just oh, a, little, a little stick and poke on our finger. It's just like five dots along because we like started in the same year. So it was like... Five dots, five years. Oh, no. But not anymore. Not anymore, because she'll have to do six, so we're not graduating at the same time. She'll get to but do six. Yeah, she'll get to. You don't want to stay here forever. <laughs> question, though. Yeah. Who, who came up with the handshake? Good question. It's been so long now. Um, uh, probably Hannah. Probably Hannah? Yeah. Because I've always wanted to start a handshake, but I just don't know how to start one. Like, where to begin? People don't have a lot of good ideas. People don't have good ideas ever. Right. So, like, when we do our warm-up at the back, when we're doing, like, the defensive part, when the other team's hitting, we all have individual handshakes with everyone on the team. So, when you pass them in the lineup, you have to do that handshake. And so, every year when there's new people coming in, you have to come up with a new one. And they suck every year. And they're just so simple. Like, mine mine and Kennedy's is just a hand hug. We can't come up with anything better. Um, no, we've kept that because we've done that since your first year. Like yeah, no, but we but we but we couldn't come up with anything better, so that's what we had to keep. You know, maybe, maybe Kennedy like likes it. Hug? Maybe it's just that good. Maybe Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little offended right yeah, now. Yeah, she doesn't hug actually. Yeah, that's I why don't. we came up with so it. So I could have some sort of yeah, I don't hug. Connection. So this was our this was our hug. Yeah, that's affection. It was yeah. a bit of affection. It's the most I can show. <laughs> it's true. All right, that sounds that sounds good. I want to work on a handshake, Kennedy. Okay. Because uh, I'm usually down on sc- at scores table, and mm-hmm. you're wiping your feet for 20 minutes on the floor mat. Uh, I don't wipe them. I do little jumpity jumps. <laughs> jumpity jumps. Oh. Little jumpity mm. jumps. Okay. We'll incorporate that into the handshake. Okay. Your jumpity jumps. My jumpity jumps. Okay. And uh, your six-foot jump. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I'm not jumping with you because that's <laughs> embarrassing. Maybe the high handshake is she has to jump over you. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it. Give me a little trampoline. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Best prank you've been a part of or seen last year when we were at uh, the U of A preseason tournament. This is just the first one that came to mind. So don't judge my pranking abilities on this one, but oh, I think I remember this. Um, Milana was, was she a second year last year? No, she no, was a first, first year. year. So first year, it yeah. was her, it was her first time coming on a road trip. So I went down to the front desk and I go, hi, I'm Milana. Um, I forgot my key. So they give me a key to her room and then I had someone open the door and I sprint in and I just tackled her to the ground and it was awesome. <laughs> Is she uh, Is emotionally how she traumatized right now? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's emotionally traumatized. Yeah. Okay. But I'm hoping so. And also not how she tore her ACL. <laughs> yeah. To clarify, it was not my fault. <laughs> just okay. for, for Nat's knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> 
Um, let's go on to the fun stuff here. So, Kennedy, when we initially, when I initially reached out to you, I needed to get your contact information, and so I was just sending out some messages, and then the one that came back was just uh, your your contact information in an iMessage, and it just said Kennedy, and it had three bread emojis, and then Snape to it, and then the message was, "Please ignore the bread emojis. <laughs> that girl loves carbs." <laughs> what is the deal there? Oh my God, I love carbs so much. Uh, like I just bread, pasta, chips, potato. Specifically bread. Like ninety-eight okay. percent bread, and then like the other two percent potatoes. Uh, but like, I'll buy like a French loaf and just eat it in one sitting with like nothing else on it, just eating white bread. I've, I've heard you consume like three loaves in a day. Hence the three loaves I of emojis. Oh, ha have yeah. I before? Yes. Okay. Is it like a frequent thing? No. Is like one a day like pretty frequent? Yes. I've now that I started living with Hannah though, I've she started eating way more bread. <laughs> and she's <laughs> like, she's like now I'm eating like a loaf just like Kennedy. I was like, it's rubbing off. It's oh, so good. Oh boy. Do loaf of bread and a diet coke. So or no, you're just coke. I'm right? regular, regular coke. Yeah. Regular That's coke. That's the pregame. <laughs> I'm such a good influence when I bring it onto the bench. And I'm like, all oh, these kids watching me right now, don't drink a pop during your game. It's a very niche thing. I heard that you don't like cheese either. Nope. I do not eat cheese. What? I haven't eaten it in about 10, 12 years now. Like all yeah. dairy or just cheese? Just cheese. So ice cream is still fine. I don't love ice cream though. Jeez. Like the only thing I really like, like out of dairy is milk and yogurt. And that's it. I love milk, but... It goes with the bread, so I need something to wash it down. <laughs> How do you put up oh with this, Lexi? <laughs> oh, I just look away. But, like, think about it. I'm such a great nacho partner because I'll eat all the nachos underneath that have no cheese. Oh, my goodness. It's true. Um, if you're yeah, living with yeah. me, the worst pizza I'll never partner. steal your cheese. And cheese is expensive. I'm saving myself So money. expensive. It's true. So when there's a pizza that comes up for team dinners or whatever, like, what happens? She like, gets her own. I either get one without cheese, which... Everyone, time I order it, people look weird on it. But when people eat it, they say it tastes great. It's awesome. Or breadsticks. Or I'll eat the crusts instead of everyone else's. I've never heard a single person say this pizza was good. <laughs> uh, that is such a lie. People who say they have pizza that Name might one. Like, no. I'll find one for you. I can't remember. I definitely have heard it before. You should, I'm going to make you eat it next time. It's good. It's sauce and bread. How can it not be good? It's true. That's all, that's all a crazy a bread is. Yeah. That's true. But it's just like but better in a pizza form. I don't know why. Oh. Everything's better in a pizza form. While we're on that topic, I wanted to talk about your recruiting trip, Kennedy. <laughs> and I was supposed to ask you about <laughs> the dinner at Kinjo's. Oh, man. So I went on my recruiting trip with uh, Laura McManus and Bree Solberg and Jan Ogle, who used to be on the team. And first off, that was a crazy bunch to go with in the first place. For sure. And we went to Kinjo and... They were, I think, so excited. It was, like, broke university students living on their own that, like, Nat's paying for this. Like, let's go all out. We're like, order whatever you want. I'm pretty sure I had, like, two rolls down. And all of a sudden, I look over, and, like, they have, like, like probably, like, 15, 20 items just, like, picked out. And we're sitting at the table, and all of a sudden, all the dishes come down. And, like, our table is full. Like, we're not eating fast enough for them to keep bringing dishes. And at Kinjo... Everything comes with like a little sauce on the side. So all of a sudden we have like 25 sauces just sitting over. We're like, stop bringing us sauces. We're not even using them. And then, so like that, it was just like so much fun and like doing that. And then they pretended it was my birthday to get the extra big pocky, pokey stick. What is that? Pocky. Pocky. 
Yeah, like they pretended it was my birthday to get the extra big one. So I sat there and they all came and sang around. And our bill ended up being like $250 on sushi. I mean, it's not hard to spend $250 on sushi. I'll yeah, say that. but they were like, ooh, they're like, okay, when you write Nat in your email, make sure you say this recruiting trip if you signed was the reason that you came <laughs> so it doesn't sound as bad. And then I found out after that they actually blamed me for all the food stuff. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, guys. Well, well they needed to get you, you a 59 here, so. cent French loaf. <laughs> yeah. But instead, they uh, got you it's two. It's 99 cents oh. for the French loaf from Superstore. Get it okay. together. <laughs> but here's the version that I got was that you ordered a bunch of steak and that's what made the bill crazy expensive. No, I ordered one thing of steak bites and then they saw that. They're like, let's add more. And then they added oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was initially had two rolls, and they're like, no, you need to get more. And I'm like, I don't want anything from this. I was like, steak? Sure. And then they're like, yeah, steak. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Is there a French loaf somewhere? Yeah. Just give me bread. That's all I wanted. <laughs> Is there table bread? <laughs> no bread at sushi. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I think it, like, definitely swayed my coming here. Like, it, it was just, like, so much fun. And, like, I was I came pretty shy on my recruiting trip. So. And no longer. <laughs> so that's yeah, what people no were saying. That. So. They were saying that you were like sweet, innocent, shy, and then Emma, who was also on the same recruiting trip, she was actually more of the confident, outgoing one, and then it just flipped. Yeah, that's what we all heard afterwards. Um, I guess th- when I don't, when I meet people that I don't know, I don't want to say something stupid, so I just don't say anything because I'm like, I'm likely going to say something stupid, and Emma likes to say something stupid, so she'll just talk, and I was just. Yeah, and then when we came, everyone's like, you guys are the exact opposite of personalities, we thought. And so you just decided to switch to what the, what you should have been, in theory, to, based on everybody else's thoughts? Yep, pretty that much. Yeah. Lexi. Yep. Can you tell me a little bit about the choreographed video dances that you, you post? Where does the creativity come from? Oh, no, the one the that TikToks? I posted in, like, 2015. Oh, the ones on the Instagram yeah. page. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, so this... This new class of rookies, they're from a whole other generation. So they're on them, it's true. Yeah. They're on TikTok. Okay. I don't know if you know what nope. TikTok is. Um, I found out at camps this summer. I felt so old for the first time. <laughs> yeah. So the app is songs that you dance to, they get it's on fine. trend. It's fine. Oh, like let's get yeah. real, okay. it's fine. But it's not the like a short clip. Vine. You know, it's it's okay. it's a long clip. But like it's like the idea of vibe. Yeah, so they okay. they have these dances that they wanted to memorize or had memorized and then they taught us them and then we decided to we were trying to go TikTok famous briefly. Not all of us were on that trip. <laughs> Didn't work. Point that out. Yeah. Um so some people some people missed out. They don't know the dance, but the rest of us sometimes we just break out in the dance. Like were you spearheading this whole thing? No, the spearheaders was Trin and Anna. Mm. Yeah. So a couple of fresh 18-year-old young bucks coming mm-hmm. in. Yeah. They're the ones who they were the brains behind the operation. But What's your favorite it was dance? Favorite dance? Yeah. The Dougie. Teach me how to Dougie. Oh, it's a classic. A classic. My number one request, always. Can you come I'll up make with note a, of that. Can you come up with a different <laughs> dance when they do the lineup intros? Oh, my gosh. Can you do that? I have to come up and just do my dance in the middle. Well, you can confer with the girls and just figure out what, like... That would be cool. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if I could pull it off. You could get a dance to boom. Yeah, I don't... Like, instead of just running out of the, the dino's mouth, like mm-hmm. er, like all the other athletes do. 
We could get creative. One time with I it. slid under Lexi's legs. That's pretty good. Yeah, That's true. I would enjoy that. Yeah, that was that was my cool thing. But then I felt so like, oh my god, no one else is doing anything cool, so I never did it again. You should always be the only one doing something cool. That's how that's how it stays cool. That's true, yeah. actually. Well, and you're you, Kennedy. You're in your fifth year as well. Like, just go out with a bang. That's true. Home opener's coming up. Hey. Ha- have fun with it. Have fun with it. Um, oh, Hannah also wanted me to ask you about your near bus accident after nationals. Oh, yeah. So in my U17 and her U18 year, they had just won U18, Div 1 nationals. My team had just won U18, Div 2 nationals because of a catastrophe of events. We had to enter U18, Div 2. But it was fun. We also we won it. We got those hats that say national championship. You don't know. You don't know what div it was. And the medals don't actually say what div or tier it is. So you can get like tier four, div four, gold, and all you said. I got a gold medal from nationals, and no one questions it. Um, But yeah, so we're we were in Edmonton. We were on our way home, and our bus driver apparently like cut someone off on a left turn, and someone had to go up on the grass, and then cut in front of the bus but then they cut off somebody else and then someone went really hard into a pole and the pole like started to fall and then the person who was driving like ran out of the car and all of a sudden we just see like a baby seat fly out of the car and we're like oh no and it was it was a huge no one got injured or anything i think everything was fine but the baby was fine I don't Just know. To clarify, I think they must have picked no up the baby. Of the babies. Yeah, no harming of the babies in this in this podcast. Um, and they just threw it out of the car, and they must have picked up the baby. I don't know why they did that, but it was just a very vivid memory in my brain. But yeah, everyone was fine. Delayed our trip back a little bit, but that was a wild. little bit. Yeah, that's wild. It, it was seemed pretty like wild. One of those like things you would see at Disneyland or like a, like a ride you'd go on where the telephone pole is t- like you know mechanically gonna come Teetering down up and down oh yeah, yeah exactly yeah i feel like you and i have done disneyland very differently <laughs> <laughs> really oh that seems like more of like a universal studios thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i just wanted to uh, so of all of the like bench cheers what's the one that other teams hate the most mm. aka I've which is the one that you like to do the most i like the uh, like when i'm come off i like the no touch no touch. oh yeah we do a little dance and we just like it's like jazz hands and kicking. It's like a small kick line with some jazz hands. Yeah, Diddy likes that one. My favorite is um, either fainting or the resuscitation. That's obviously <laughs> everybody does it, but that one's pretty obnoxious. At one point, I think it was in my second year, they like got an extra camera, like in the in the booth. And it was just aimed at the bench. We should do that again this year. And I was like... Yeah, we need a bench cam. Yeah. Yeah. And then we should put someone on the bench in a GoPro. And then it's like (laughs) the experience from the bench. Guys, we're coming up with so many good ideas right now. (laughs) Or like a chest one, like the cops wear. It's like the same. Lexi, you can't do it this year. Body cam. But I want to. Body cam. Body cam. Body cam. Body cam. Yeah. We should get one of those going. That'd be funny. Production value just went through the roof. (laughs) Go buy a GoPro. Totally worth it, though. Yeah, That'll bring you back so much purposes. money. <laughs> yeah. Just very quickly, I, I think I have to mention this, just about nationals coming up. Oh, I was about to plug if you weren't. <laughs> I was gonna be like, Wait, I have something to say. Yeah, just a second. Lexi was going to do my job for me. <laughs> so, obviously, nationals coming up mid-March, and you guys clearly excited for that. But 
is your mindset any different? Is is how you prepare for the season, knowing that that's on the horizon? Is is does it change anything? It's a little bit less pressure, I guess, because we don't have to qualify like mm. we're already there. Of course, we want to like still earn our spot. We don't want to <laughs> just be given that, so we want to go in with uh, a high ranking and everything. But we're definitely super excited, and we know our season's going to be super long. So it's just kind of creating that longevity. Yeah, and I think it gives us opportunities to deal with mistakes better through seasons because I feel like in the past seasons when we lose games or we have bad games it is a lot of pressure on like this is going to affect our ranking like how is this going to go like are we going to get to go to nationals like stuff like that where this year it's just going to allow us especially with like younger girls coming in to kind of work through that a little bit more and like find ways to fix it so when we're at like our playoff run in nationals we have everything tuned in already and we've gone through that because we've had those rough patches that have allowed us to fix that stuff just because this is Dinos Unfiltered. Now that there's a couple of heavy hitters out of Canada West, like we're talking Van Rijk is gone, Furlan's potentially out for a little while, Bree King is gone, Mariah Walsh is gone. Like, are there any teams right now that you think are going to come out from, that come out of nowhere? Us. I feel like we might not really be in a, a nowhere zone. I, like, I, feel I, like we're, think I think we're, we're no- still... I, think, I do think <laughs> we'll be underrated coming in, especially with like... Hannah out and Pex, like not front row. People will think that. Um, I think we've developed such a strong bench. We had great rookies come in this year that are just pushing like each other and everyone else on the team. Um, U of A will be an interesting one as always. Trinity is an interesting one as always. You have like Hillary Howe who was playing national team all summer who developed. So like seeing her skills, like where she goes with it will be huge without a great setter like Brie King. Like they still have good setters, but Brie was, so, like, she's starting on the national, like, she's playing down in, like, the Nersika tournament right now. Like, she's doing fantastic. So, like, that is a really big difference. Um, but I don't I don't know if anyone, I don't think you'll see any of those really, like, first to last, or last to first rankings come up through there. I'd made a comment in one of our meetings where I was like, I wonder if Regina makes it through this year. Because they went pretty toe-to-toe with UBC. They lost their big, a couple of their big guns, oh, Okay. Though. Like, they lost uh, Dana Lambala. Yep. Their right side. Gotcha. And okay. that was a really big loss for them. She put up a lot of points for them. They still have their outside, um, with the really last French last name, like Lemieux or Lair-Mino. something. Yeah. Yeah. And like their setter, who are still really strong. <laughs> but I think that right side loss was like really big for them. Gotcha. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to see. Hmm. Winnipeg seemed to be doing okay, though, in preseason. They won a couple games. And I was shocked really? by that. They had a coaching change, though. Okay. So, like, so. I, in my years of coaching, I coached a couple of times against the Junior Bisons program, the mm. team that went, like, just won everything for so many years back-to-back. And I know that the incoming Manitoba team is, like, 80% of that Junior Bisons and team. And they'll be starting. They lost a lot of returning players. They yeah. had Cassie Bujan, who graduated out, who's their starting libero, who's awesome. Yeah. Um, she finished out they had a couple injuries, sidelined some fourth or fifth year girls, a couple quits from starters. They lost, out of their starting seven, they lost four, I think. Oh, wow. That's a big drop. Yeah. And like good ones. So like, it'll, they'll be, it'll, those fr- first years coming in are going to be having a lot of playing time. We're going to have to step up. So yeah. good opportunity. Yeah. Right. I want to get your preseason picks, your final three picks of who will make national championships f- coming out of the Canada West. Obviously, we have the guaranteed, guaranteed qualifier. qualifier going into nationals. So, um, the other three teams, who you got? UVA and Trinity, for sure. 
Yeah. UBC is going to be up in the air. I haven't seen them, and I don't really know what the team looks like or their first years or even their second years, like how they're playing. Um, but I think they'll be in the best contention for that spot. And then the other teams, it could be like a wild card throw-in of like teams that fight for like four, five, six, seven, eight spots that just kind of able to pick off. Pick one. UBC. You can say UBC. I, <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to think of the other teams because I haven't seen a lot of – like we haven't done – a lot of preseason stuff we've seen literally the same teams yeah so it's been hard to tell like where the other teams are standing depending on how mount royal always seems to throw in a like a hat in regina like depending on how like their middles and if they get another right side that comes in and steps up like dana did like they could be a contender as well i still think ubc will probably be able to figure it out like doug's gone enough times he knows how to get the program there yeah that's Um, true but It'll be shaky for sure. So you have to lock if you had to lock it in, UBC would be that third yeah. pick. Okay. You don't know much about anything else. I don't know much about okay. anything. So I'm just gonna say what Kennedy says <laughs> because normally what she does. She watches a lot and I'm highly involved in the stats yeah. and the watching and the play movement. All those names that she just said right over my head. <laughs> so I'm gonna say Ditto to Kennedy. <laughs> what are what are the interactions like with you on the floor with the referee? <laughs> if you're the floor team, like the team floor captain, um, this is lit. Like, I feel like that's it. <laughs> yeah, I go. I just, I just go. You just hello. Deer in the headlights. <laughs> I just hello. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I think you were wrong. Um, here's why. <laughs> I'd like to state my case. <laughs> well, I find my personality on and off the court kind of widely different. Okay. Um, off the court, I'm a pushover. On the court, I'm a, I'm a little more aggressive. Although, not when it comes to talking to the refs. No one on the team is as aggressive as I would be, and I'm not allowed <laughs> to be. That's why you're not allowed to. <laughs> yeah. That's why Legally. I wasn't allowed to either. I'm like, somebody go yell at them and say, like, look at your linesman. They're calling this touch. And you're like, mm. And I'm well, like, don't, don't do it. <laughs> well, I always go up and I'm like, hey, like, your linesman. But I know, I know <laughs> if I, I know if I take it with, like, a casual approach maybe they'll respect me more and actually listen when i like i'm like extra aggressive with it i'm not aggressive on every interaction i'm playing the long game here no i agree with you but just go up more okay go up with that nonchalant casual attitude just more on questionable calls okay i can i can take that yeah go up and be like so why did you call it that way and then be like well you're wrong because <laughs> just get to know him better yeah I, uh, I know a couple of them pretty well. Yeah, I do some like whipping with Volleyball Alberta. So I see them a lot at those tournaments. And man, do I schmooze them. <laughs> I'm like, I'm working for just one point here. Yeah. One at a time. Yeah. One step at a time. One That's all it step. takes. Exactly. I learned like, one of the, uh, the refs that we get all the time. Um, Jay. Do you, he, silver hair. Jay Schultz. Rings a bell. Yes. Jay Schultz. Uh, he is from Kelowna, I guess, and, like, oh. knew my coaches, like, my volleyball coaches that I had in Kelowna, like, my high school ones and stuff, the Sideros. So, like, we were talking about that one time after one of the games. And I guess like, you're from Kelowna. I was like, yeah. He's like, you know Sidero? I was like, oh, yeah, I do. Crazy. One of the linesmen came up to me after a game a couple of years ago and was just, like, giving me tips. And I was like, thank you. And I was like. On how to play. Yeah, he was he was telling me that I need to start dumping more and, like, try and score more. And I was like. Yeah, you do. I was like, fair. Okay. I'll do it. I wanted to get this in there um, because I need to get back at Hannah, really. <laughs> so confirm we didn't use all the dirt. <laughs> I mean, it's already out there, so I, I need, I'll, I'll just ask Kennedy this. 
just said, I know Kennedy lied about touching the ball on game point when we played Trinity in 2016. So this is game your chance to either clear the air or defend your case. Oh, yeah, no, 100% true. Um, we were at Trinity my second year. First, uh, so I was second year, first game of the season. Didn't play at all in my first year. So, like, I was playing, and I was like, this is a pretty big deal. Me and Tash fighting it out. And we're going to a fourth set with Trinity, and they're up two to one, and we needed to win that set to go to fifth. And it is, like, a close game. I think it was, like, probably like 24, 23 or something like that. And they serve long. And I go to, like move out of the way and it clips my arm on the side and it just kind of kept the same trajectory and no one like our their team saw it our team saw it none of the linesmen are refing saw it and they had like four linesmen like nobody else saw it we're like out oh, and like sophie carpanche was still and like ellie wendell were still on the team and i remember them just like yelling and like uh hoff was just like going crazy they're like she clearly touched it. i'm like I didn't touch it. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> you guys are crazy. You guys are crazy. And we went into the fifth set, and we ended up in the fifth set winning 15-3. Like, that was one of, like, the, like, and this was when Trinity had just come off their Can West, like, championship. Like, they were, like, top of the league that year. And we had come off losing in playoffs the year before. They're not making playoffs the year before. So it was, like, a big game for us. And I was, like, also a little second year. I was, like, there's no way in hell I'm saying I touch this ball right now. I was, like, I'm going to just die otherwise. So, nope, no touch. Yeah. Isn't it all, like, the rule I've always told players when I'm in coaching is it's not your job to do the ref's job. So, like, oh. if a ref doesn't call it, it's not your job to tell the ref what nope. the call should be. I lie every single time. Yeah, you're supposed to, like. I had a ref tell me that I have one of the best poker faces he's ever seen. He goes, I have no idea if you touch the ball ever. And I was, like, perfect. Exactly. Yeah, like, in practice, I'm, like, okay, like, Depending on what we're doing, but I'm like, own up, like, like let's just like make yeah. this like realistic games. Hell no, Lexi never, Lexi lies in practice. I lie in practice. Although too. I figured out, I think I have your poker face down. We'll see about that. I think I do. What's Although this what's time, what's tell? What is it? I don't know. It's like not necessarily like a specific tell, but I can just like, I feel like I can sense Lexi's when her like presence changes, and like if I actually question it. And depending on how well she defends it versus like her not touching it, like when she over defends, she's normally touched it. <laughs> when she's like, nah, I didn't touch it, I'm like, okay, she probably didn't touch it. And she's like, uh, it was so far over my hands, like I clearly didn't touch it. I'm like, she touched it. Is this <laughs> triple reverse psychology now? Am I supposed to, what am I supposed to do in practice now? Exactly. <laughs> I'm overthinking it. Exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in both of you uh, it was a pleasure um, getting to chat with you a little bit about the upcoming season and a little bit about what happens on the road and on the court a lot of lying going on perfect <laughs> always definitely yep excited to watch more of your games don't forget if you can't make it to the event live catch them on canada west tv presented by co-op thanks so much guys thank you thank you This episode of Dinos Unfiltered is a presentation of Dinos Athletics. Episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and our website, GoDinos.com. Make sure to check out the website or the GoDinos app for schedules and tickets to all your favorite games. And if you can't make it out to the game, remember that our games are streamed on Canada West TV presented by Co-op. Thanks to my special guests today and hope you'll join us in the next episode.